strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Strategy Talks. This is episode number eight with special guest Kate Payne. For those of you listening to the podcast, welcome. And if you're watching this on the replay, I want to make sure that you know if you put um, hashtag replay in the comments, we'll know that you're watching it as a replay and we'll be happy to go to jump back in and answer any of the questions, whether you are watching this um, on uh, Twitter or on YouTube, on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, just let us know in the comments where you're watching is from. And if you're listening on, on the podcast, once again, thank you. I have a special shout out to our friends at Social Insider. They are our special sponsor. And uh, Social Insider is the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. So thank you to Social Insider for sponsoring Strategy Talks. And I am ready for our guest. I hope you are too. Welcome to Kate Payne. Hey, Doreen. Thanks for having me. This is exciting to be on your new show. I know. And I don't know if anybody listened, but I have a new intro. I'm super excited for that. I did. Um, is, is that your son? It is. Oh my yes. God. I thought I want, I'm like, this has to be your son. Yes. My son created um, a new um, intro and um, I just love it. So I adopt, I adapted um, the video that I had and uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. So that's um, really, really cool. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. So um, before we get started, Kate, let me introduce you to everybody that's watching. Um, PR pro Kate Payne works with entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, and coaches to develop their personal brand and share the stories that set them apart from their competition and the noise on social media. She's an expert on using LinkedIn as a powerful personal branding and storytelling tool and teasing out an individual's personal story, which makes her expertise unique in the world of online personal promotion. So we are talking about LinkedIn today. We are. Yes. That's super exciting. So for those of you watching, whether you're live or on the replay, you will see right there on the screen, we're going to talk about optimize your LinkedIn profile. But before we get to the how, I want to talk about the why, because I think that's a very important topic. And this has to do with strategy. Of course, we are strategy talks. So why should somebody spend time, effort, maybe hire a coach like you <laughs> to optimize their LinkedIn profile, Kate? Well, you know, LinkedIn has come a long way since 2003 when it was established. And I would say in the last four years, and especially the last probably two to three, since Microsoft bought it, a lot of people don't realize that Microsoft owns LinkedIn. They bought it for $26 billion four years ago. Yeah, quite an investment. But they've been adding newer features um, and, uh, and all kinds of technology to be able to make your LinkedIn profile be more than just um, a digital resume. Um, LinkedIn is no longer just a digital resume. I mean, this is like where your digital footprint can live online. 
whether it's, you know, above and beyond. One of the things I um, say to people when they kind of, they go, Kate, you know, is being on LinkedIn really worth it? Like, why do I want to be on LinkedIn? Why do I want to pay attention to my presence? And I'll, my, my answer is, have you ever Googled yourself? <laughs> you know, I'd ask your viewers, have you ever Googled yourself if they want to answer in the comments? Um, most everybody has. And if you have um, a LinkedIn profile, typically your LinkedIn profile will show up first before anything else about you on the internet, even if you have your own website or whatever. So if people go there first and they get to your profile and it's like, meh, um, that's a bad first impression. And, um, you know, we don't want to be making bad first impressions because if they land on your profile and it's built out and there's lots of information there, not just your background, not just, um, you know, your skills, but what's your volunteer work? What's your story? What what led you to be where you are now and owning your own business? There's so much more information that can be there that give people like this whole picture of who you are as a, as an authentic, genuine person relevant to your professional expertise. Well, I think this Googling yourself is, is a, is a, is a great tip. And I have done this with, um, seniors, um, in college. I used to go speak to a class when I lived in South Carolina and, the expressions I would, the assignment would be Google the neighbor sitting next to you. Cause right. And I didn't want to Google yourself and the expression of the faces. I wouldn't see what was on their screen, but I would see their faces as it came up <laughs> was pretty, pretty yeah. funny. Right. Yeah. But I, I would tell people that it, you have control over what's on there. And the number one, that's exactly what I would always say is LinkedIn, go create a LinkedIn profile. So if you're a job seeker, if you're, you know, fresh out of college, or if you're just starting your business, optimizing your LinkedIn profile is actually a really, really smart and a really first thing you should be doing. Like maybe before yes. you get that website up. Just I would exactly completely, as you're completely agree with you. It's foundational. And in this day and age, it's critical. I'll give you another reason why LinkedIn is so worth paying attention to. So I'm always, you know, I'm a total data wonk when it comes to LinkedIn stuff. I mean, just like all of us who are in social media like you, we, we are reading and researching all the time, right? Um, in the last, since the pandemic, since the COVID pandemic, the daily user engagement on LinkedIn has gone from 18% back in like late 2019 to 48% daily user. That's a huge increase in two years. And that's because a lot of us were in lockdown. So people were paying more attention to it. Plus there's the whole great resignation thing. And so people were using it for job stuff, but it's become a tool now that people, it's a go-to tool. People are going to it all the time. It's not something they go to two days a week or one day a week or once a month, <laughs> like it used to be. All right. Awesome. So now we kind of understand the why you should optimize your LinkedIn profile, Kate. I, I appreciate you going in that a little more detail. And I agree, um, just by what's happening um, in the last few days um, with the war in U Ukraine, I can tell you that the two audiences that I have on Facebook and on LinkedIn, they're very different. On Facebook, it's almost as if life goes on. Right. Um, you know, there's some groups that are active and I am connected to some people who talk about it. But on LinkedIn, the conversation is proactive. How can we help? What can we do? Mm -hmm. The power of networking, especially in a crisis like this, 
is very, very evident when you go to LinkedIn these days. And I, I'm just thrilled to be there and be active there. And um, I have a personal story. We're going to talk about the how to optimize next. I have a personal story I wrote based on your um, class or your workshop that I took. And yeah. I love it. I haven't changed it in like three <laughs> years because I think it was good. And um, so let's let's dive into that a little bit. Show, tell us, um, what are the most important things um, on, say somebody has 30 minutes today, right? They're watching this for 20 minutes. They've got 30 minutes. They're like, okay, I'm on break. I'm going to make myself a salad or a sandwich. And I'm going to do what Kate tells me to do. What can they do? How can people optimize their LinkedIn profile quickly? And then we can kind of do the bigger thing later. Well, there's, I'll give you three quick tips. Um, one of them's not so quick because it's the story piece, but but it's but it's not as hard as it sounds either. So one thing is you have to optimize your profile using the keywords in the industry you're in. You need to understand what those keywords are within your industry, not just one or two of them, but understand like for me on my LinkedIn profile, it's like LinkedIn profile coach, personal branding consultant, um, you know, LinkedIn profile writer helping you stand out online. Those are all kinds of different ways I use to describe what I do. And so you have to do a little bit of research on that and you can do it through LinkedIn or Google. And then like that area under your name they, is called the headline and you have 220 characters there. That is a prime place for you to incorporate at least two or three of your industry keywords. Because if people don't know you by name, they're gonna search for you by keyword. Just like when you and I go online to find something we wanna know on Google, we type in the keywords that we hope will give us a targeted result. We don't type in generic words. Like I don't just put in um, personal branding because <laughs> that would be hundreds of results. So someone who's in a certain field, you know, kind of, kind of play around with this, do a little bit of research, go look at other people's profiles of people who are in a similar space than you and see the kind of language they're using. That's a really good way to kind of learn your keywords. So incorporate those keywords into your profile, in your about, in your experience, kind of sprinkle them through your narrative um, and, and have them appear organically. Don't just bullet point them, okay? Because that's seen as keyword stuffing. We don't want to do that. Um, the other tip I would give is to um, pay attention to your about section. It's the most read section of one's profile. A lot of people don't know what to do with it. They ignore it. And then they put up like two lines or they don't put anything. So pay attention to the about section. That's a great place to incorporate a little nugget of your personal story about why you do what you do so that you're showing that whole person part of you incorporate and incorporating why it's relevant to your profession. Can you, um, can you tell us how many characters you have there? Yes. In the about section, you have 2,600 characters. It's approximately 500 words ish. So um, play around, do all of that offline. You know, if you're going to do like, you know, a first draft, hand to paper, fingers to keyboard, do it offline. Um, and the th third tip I would give you is to um, take advantage of the sections that you can add to your profile. A lot of people don't even know they exist. At the top of your profile, there is a button under your name and your headline that says add profile section. And if you go in there, there's three categories. Each of those categories has different things you can add. You can add a featured section. You can add volunteer experience. You could add organizations you belong to, courses you've taken, languages you speak, all kinds of things that make your profile optimized. And the more sections you add to your profile, LinkedIn's algorithm ranks your profile higher in search. Wow. So more is better. 
more is better, but make sure it makes sense. Don't just add these things if they don't aren't relevant to you. Um, one thing that's that's really heavily weighted by LinkedIn's algo is um, the volunteer experience. Okay. So a lot of times people are like, I'm working so much, I don't have time to volunteer. Or I volunteered five years ago. Put in what you did five years ago. But the other thing you can do, this is a little pro tip, is if you're an annual contributor to a cause, put that in as your volunteer experience so that you have some there. Because that what you do as for the cause-based things that you believe in is another little peek behind the curtain as to who you are as a whole person and not just who you are in your job title. I, I love that. So basically what you stand for and who you stand yeah. for. Yeah, yeah that just, shows that. It's just a shows that it's another little peek behind the curtain of, oh, this person cares about the environment or this person cares about, you know, rescue shelter dogs or whatever. You know, I mean, those are the kinds of things that that you can show because they also can create conversations. They can be a conversation starter. I love that. I love that. Thank you for that tip. Um, Kate, I want to ask you about um, giving and receiving recommendations. Um, I read somewhere a while back and I cannot find the quote. I was trying to look for it this morning. That something like 80, 90% of people don't even have more than three recommendations on LinkedIn. But then there are some that say the more recommendations you have, the better, the more filled out it is. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit how that works? Um, I haven't really been able to find much research on that. I personally have given a lot of recommendations and I received, I think I have 40 to 50. Um, should I keep building that? Is yes. that, is there a limit? Well, tell us a little bit more because that's like a mystery to me right now. So that's another aspect of having an optimized LinkedIn profile is you are showing, you're letting other people tell your story in their words instead of your own. So it's a, it's just like a, the benefit of a client testimonial on your website. So if you can get a recommendation from somebody on your LinkedIn profile, that also, especially I've got like 37 or 38. Um, and, but they go way back to like 20, I don't know, 2012. <laughs> um, and so I thought about taking some off those older ones, but then again, if somebody just scans through and they see that they're like, wow, you know, she obviously knows what she's doing. She's had a lot of these recommendations. She obviously knows her stuff. So it's like another form of credibility. Um, it's a, you know, so, so that's one reason you want to do it again. It's not one of those sections that shows in your profile. So the only way to, so if you have no recommendations, it's because you have to reach out and ask people. Now, the best way to do that from an etiquette best practice thing is think about who you would like to get a recommendation from and then reach out to them by phone or by email. Don't do it through the LinkedIn tool where you can request a recommendation. I think it's better to reach out to somebody first. Say, hey, I'm trying to optimize my profile. I am looking for testimonials. And I'm wondering if you would be willing to give me a recommendation. Now, what's important is you can only get a LinkedIn recommendation if the person you're asking has a LinkedIn profile. You can't just get a recommendation from somebody who doesn't have a LinkedIn profile. Okay. Okay. That's and, then, and then when you reach out, because I've never reached out through email, that's a new tip for me. Um, do you give them the link to your profile for easy yep. access? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So what I do is I reach out and I'll say, you know, Hey, Joe, you know, you were in my talk the other day and you really enjoyed my talk. Would you be willing to give me a recommendation on LinkedIn about what you enjoyed about my talk? Now, do you see what I did there? I asked him to give me a recommendation for something specific. I'm not just saying, would you give me a recommendation? Most people will be happy. It's easier for them to write a recommendation if they know what, what the target request is, like what they're going to write about. And it kind of backs up my thing about story your own personal story is that if you have people speaking to various skill sets, 
-hmm. then that's much more meaningful because it, instead of just a bunch of, you know, Doreen's great, it's nice to get the Doreen's great, <laughs> but I mean, but Doreen helped me with my social media and my, you know, my, my engagement, you know, increased by 50%. You know what I mean? Like getting those more specific types of recommendations and asking for them. So, um, so that's my, my tip on that. And then yes, give them your LinkedIn profile, give them the steps to do it. When okay. they get to your profile, they have to click at the top of your profile. There's a more button. They have to click the more button, not the more in button, <laughs> but the more button and then select uh, recommend. Yeah. And then they just follow the prompts from there. All right. Awesome. Um, we've got just a few minutes left. I want to ask you a little bit about that about section. I know this is your sweet spot. And for those of you listening to this as a podcast, I'm going to be able to give you at the end on how to connect with Kate. But if you want a full LinkedIn profile makeover, she is the person to connect with. Um, give us just a few tips on if, you know, two minutes. Okay. If somebody wants to go start on writing that about section, those 500 words, those 2,600 characters that you mentioned, how do, how do they start? Okay. So you have about 500 words. I have what I call three-part recipe for the about section. So the first part, the introduction, the first part is who you are. That's where you can incorporate your personal story nugget in just a few sentences. It's not multiple paragraphs. Who you are, second part, what you do or who you serve. Third part, how you help achieve an outcome for the client or, or if you hire me, this is what I would bring to your company. So if that way you're creating a, like an outcome-based about section. So it's who you are, what you do, how you help. Um, instead of just, I've done this for 20 years, or I've been this, and I blah, 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 and I'm really good at, because then you get braggy, and then the people feel uncomfortable, because they think that's what they're supposed to do. But that way, if you think of your story, so think of a story about, the easiest one is, how did you get into doing what you do today? Like, if you own your own business, how did you get there? So kind of reflect on that. Again, do this offline, and, right. and play that out. But it's the who you are, what you do, or who you work with, and how you help. And if you can incorporate those three things into those 500 words, you're going to create an engaging about section that gives people an idea of what it would be like to hire you or work with you. That's, that's wonderful. Um, Kate, we have a rapid fire question round. I'm going to I'm some coffee. Yeah, that go do that. Show everybody your mug for those who are watching. My coffee with Kate show once a month. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, so start working. You're my first interviewer. My I, first guest. I know. When was that? 2018 uh, or six years ago. Oh it was God. before LinkedIn Live. I did 10 minute interviews. That's, That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, you ready? All right. Start work late or leave work early? Start work late. Okay. Free lunch or free dessert? Ooh. I'm not sure I understand the question. <laughs> I mean, like, would I offer free lunch or free dessert? Or would yeah, I which one would you choose if I oh, offer you? Which one would you lunch. pick? Free, free lunch. lunch. Okay. Physical work or mental work? Oh, boy. Mental. Okay. All right. With awesome. a little physical mixed in. Yeah, well, this is just a way to get to know you a little bit better. So next up is, if you want to optimize your LinkedIn profile, connect with Kate Payne. Kate, how can they reach you? What is your LinkedIn? How, how can they find you on LinkedIn? So they can find me on LinkedIn at Kate Payne, and that's Kate Payne, P-A-I-N-E, like my name right there. So LinkedIn.com slash in slash Kate Payne, P-A-I-N-E. 
Um, you can email me at Kate, K-A-T-E, at standingoutonline.com. That's the name of my business is Standing Out Online. And um, those are the two best ways to reach me. Awesome. So if you want to optimize your LinkedIn profile, go back and listen to these tips again, get started. And if you get stuck, connect with Kate at Standing Out Online. I want to invite all the listeners and all of the viewers to find our Facebook community, Strategy Talks Community uh, is a Facebook group that we're just launching. So come and join the fun. We'll be in there later today. Um, Kate, uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And for those of you who are watching this on the replay live or listening to a podcast, I go live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time with experts on anything marketing, social media, business, and we talk about strategies to move the dial. So I'm really excited that you were here today, Kate. You are my friend in Vermont, and it was wonderful to talk to you about optimizing your LinkedIn profile. And guys, if you want to check out somebody who's learned from Kate, Go check out Kate's about section and then come to mine, ring my bell and ring uh, Kate's bell while you're there and um, go check out our about sections because we have modeled that three-step process that Kate was talking about. So um, I'm going to say goodbye. We're 20 minutes in and thank you so much, everybody, for watching this and for being here live. And Kate, um, I'll see you real soon. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much. And thanks, Emma, for putting the links in. (laughs) That's wonderful. Bye. Bye.